This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Sam Claiborne. What the hell, Walmart? And Ryan McCaffrey is here joining us today. better, like my shirt says. Better than what? Just period? Anything. Oh. It's just better. Okay. Uh, We have a great show for you today. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to check in on the sales of the Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Netflix and someone who has already watched. He's finished it. He's completed Netflix. But first... We're going to talk about our SNES pre-orders being canceled, right? Well, that just happened. This is a breaking news coming in just now. Mm. Everyone who had pre-ordered an SNES Classic here so in the office rude. from Walmart just got the email. Sorry, guys. There was some sort of mistake, some sort of mix-up at the warehouse. and We're never uh, getting one. But not a surprise, though, right? Like, the pre-orders were open for so long, hours and hours and hours. It was clear that something erroneous had happened. I mean, people mm. had really? their fingers... You think so? They, they've had their I thought fingers the first crossed. wave was like, okay, we can't fulfill these ones. Mm. And then today they canceled everybody's. I mean, I think a lot of people held out hope, but no one else's pre-orders went up. And the yeah. pre-orders stayed up for so long that it was like, well, well, Until their website crashed. Yeah. By the time I got <laughs> to it, it was, it was a, yeah. an error message. The Walmart crashed. Here's the good news. Crashed. Is that I picked up a copy of Super Castlevania 4. Mm-hmm. So now I only need Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and I will have every game in the collection but Star Fox 2. Exactly. Which I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, the Xbox One X is still not available for pre-order. Speaking of pre-orders, that's another upcoming console that we cannot pre-order. However, it sounds like it won't be too much longer now. Uh, Our man Phil Spencer says, this is a quote, our plan is set for this. All approvals are done now, so just landing the announce with all the info won't be too much longer. But don't do it at Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Because they burned us. Uh... 
It's out November seventh. It's yeah. not that not that far out. So in between now and November seventh, do you think they'd want to pick like a a good day? Is it going to be random or is it going to be like? Mm. Uh, do they do September seventh? So it's like in two months from today. I think it'll be either during Gamescom. Ah, uh, yes. Or it, like <laughs> exactly. if they if they end up doing a press conference, Just, which some years they I think most recent years they have. Yeah. Or I could see them maybe doing it like the week before to get kind of some buzz heading into it. Yeah. In, into Gamescom, but mid conference will be like, and your pre-orders are live now. Maybe, yeah, although, think, yeah. uh, as was pointed out on Unlocked this week, uh, the time difference in Germany suggests that yeah. that would sort of leave uh, the, the U.S. out in the lurch as far as, yeah, like, we'd all be very early in the morning, right? <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I, the Gamescom-ish sounds about right to me. Yeah, that's actually a good point. And that's the week of, like, August 20th, Yeah, right around there. About a, a month from now. A little late, but, yeah, that's a very plausible theory. Um, yeah, I mean, it's in moments like this that you sort of remember, you're reminded how impossibly complicated the video game hardware business is you know microsoft's been doing it a long time sony and nintendo have been doing it a long time but to coordinate with retail partners around the globe and manufacturing and everything else that you have to do like when pre-orders go live how many thousands of people at you know target and walmart and amazon and gamestop all have to spring into action and send their things online and that's why games get leaked on retailer websites all (laughs) All the time time. yep Uh, yeah, you talk about how complicated the uh, the console hardware business is. That's why when Atari announces it's making a new console, that's why I raise an eyebrow. Yeah. I just laugh. The patented, just laugh. patented Damon eyebrow. Yep. Uh, well, patent pending. The people's patent eyebrow. Pending. Damon Hatfield. Uh, but how are we feeling about the Xbox One X today, and are we any of us planning to pre-order it when they do go live? Uh, I I think the console, I think it's really I think it's really, really impressive and surprising that it's so tiny. Like, it's the most powerful and the smallest Xbox just as a piece of kit. Like, it's really, really cool. Um, For me personally, I don't have a 4K TV, and I'm not getting one this year probably. I think my wife (laughs) shut that one down. So uh, until I get a 4K TV, I'm not paying a tremendous amount of attention to the sort of plussed-up home consoles. Yeah. Sam? Uh, I had a 180 on this very show, I think. I I was thinking my Xbox right now only runs games at, you know, 900 sometimes, 720 sometimes. Mm. And I play all my stuff on Xbox if I can. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. It's well, you just got used to it and got in the habit of it last it. generation. Yeah. I have controller. a PS4. Yeah, really I good. I love controller. the controller. And my media stuff on it is really nice. Uh, but I'd love to have just on my 1080p television, mm. I'd love to have 1080. That's true. I'm totally upgrading. I don't know if I'll pre order. I don't really care about pre orders. Mm. I'll get it. That's where I'm at. You yeah, should just get it for work. Well, hopefully we'll be able to pre-order one. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in the same boat as Justin, actually. Like, I, I acknowledge that it's an amazing piece of hardware. Yeah. For me, the the non-4K benefits, which it does have, mm-hmm. are yeah. not worth $500 to me. So I, I think that, for me, I've got to have the 4K TV if yeah. I'm going to get the console. And I'm sa- same boat uh, th- that is not in the... The budget or the plan to get a 4K TV. I'm this ready year, to get so. the Connect out of my drawer in my mm. house too. That's <laughs> I, mean, I can, can go any moment. I think. No, <laughs> it's gonna have to go with the Xbox. You'll okay. need an adapter to use it with the X. Yeah. 4K oh, yeah. keeps getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I think this is the year, and I'm not basing this off anything other than my gut and just sort of some chatter around forums and social media. But um, I feel like this is the year that 4K finally comes down in price. That a lot of people are going to start paying attention to yeah, it. Already at Black Friday last year, yeah. 4K TVs were yeah, really uh, reasonable. Yeah. I was I was talking with a very that was high up, not not to brag or anything but no, I, was no. ta- <laughs> I was talking with a very high up person at microsoft at, at miyamoto <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's an alternate universe where also microsoft scoop did yeah. buy <laughs> it's major nelson uh, no but he was saying oh there's this uh 
they're, they're, they've been sort of internally, they've been, they've been, you know, of course they keep an eye on TVs. Yeah. So the brand is TCL. Mm. Uh, that was recommended to me as a, as a budget, like good TV for a good price. They're apparently a, it's a Chinese company that's, that's sort of just now breaking into the American market. Not unlike, I mean, I don't know what their country of origin is, but you know, Vizio five, seven years ago was, was an unknown quantity. And now they're, you know, they're, they're a well-regarded set, but yeah, yeah, TCL and it's the P 605 is a 55 inch, uh, 4k TV with, with uh, with HDR, mm-hmm. six hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I, That's I just still standard pricing yeah. for it. Yeah, you know, and it's it's apparently the viewing angles on it are bad, and also I guess the the built-in speakers are are pretty crap. But like the picture quality, according to uh, Artings.com and AVS Forum and mm-hmm. and a lot of the the you know big HD big TV sort of uh, media sites. Yeah. Good set. You don't want the 1080 Xbox experience at least for the time being. Not for fun. Not. I not for five hundred. Not yeah. that's a lot of really? money for, I mean, you can for old the one. super sampling and I mean I could, but I've got other I've got, need to. I've got yeah. mouths to feed at home. So. <laughs> uh do you guys see the crackdown three updates out of Comic Con over the weekend? Yeah, the writer. Yeah, well the the writer was there. The writer. Uh, they also revealed that Terry Crews is like a fully playable character in the game. Well, it's funny. As it should be. Yeah, it was a little bit of, you know, they, uh, at E3, um, botched as being a little bit mean, but they did botch it a little bit where they announced, you know, Terry Crews, this big splashy announcement. Yeah. But then afterwards, people are a little bit confused. Yeah. And like, well, uh, wait a second, was that just an advertisement? Or are you yeah, actually you just, saying yeah. that I, he's in the game? I asked the, the lead designer on the IGN Live show at E3, so can you play as Terry Crews in the game? And... Because he hadn't been, now we know in hindsight, yeah. he hadn't been authorized to announce it because that's their Comic Con beat. It was just yeah. kind of like, uh oh, well, we'll see. Yeah, just, <laughs> come, just, yeah. come yeah. on. It's a cool thing. It is Harry, a cool thing. It should yeah. be a cool thing, not a confusing thing. When it's that game, I mean, I loved Crackdown and I want that franchise to be good, but there's no denying that Crackdown 3 has had kind of a shaky history. And um, yeah. uh, I think it's neat. Like, it sort of shores up. It gives people something uh, to sort of point to and latch onto when it comes to that game that's just good news all around, you know? Sure. Good guy, cool guy. Um, everybody really wants to see more Terry Crews, um, at least for now. And so, you know, really, really good get for Microsoft. And I don't know who that is. Uh, he's a comedian. I think he's appeared in. The, well, put it this way: The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. is the poor man's Terry Crews. Mm. <laughs> That's how talented Terry. I love. To, I, he's hilarious in everything he does. Yeah. He's, he's in I a love movie. That guy. He's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah. Is, he in, is he an Expendable? Yes, he was an Expendable. Uh, and he had a he had a sitcom for a while that, whose name escapes me. Yeah, uh, and he's appeared in some humorous commercials. He's good in everything. Well. Old Spice commercial. Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. those Old Spice yeah. commercials. Yeah, got that those dancing pecs. Yeah. Okay. All right. As soon as Xbox One X pre-orders go live, you'll hear about it on IGN. But let's switch over to the Nintendo Switch. We got an update on uh, sales with Nintendo's financials. They uh, just finished another quarter last week. The Nintendo Switch is up to 4.7 million units sold worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, it has outsold the Vita now. Wow. The PlayStation Vita. How is it tracking with the Wii U? The Wii was like 14 million, so it has a Lifetime. ways to go. In Lifetime. Give it, whatever. give it a year. <laughs> what about in its year, though? I wonder. Yeah, that was probably the best sales period for the Wii U. Yeah. There's no way to know. 
you were you were you have something to say? Well, I mean, you know, it's hard to they're selling every single one they can make. Yeah. So the headline might as well just be, you know, Nintendo managed to manufacture 4.7 million <laughs> Nintendo Switches cuz like yeah. it's hard telling like what's really going to be the story is how many have they sold when there's enough of them that they're just on store shelves and they sort of saturated demand. Yeah. I heard this last weekend was a really good weekend to pick up a Switch. That's what around. that's what I've been saying on Scoop for a while. Like I know people are kind of despairing. Like they really want to switch. They want to play Zelda. Don't want to play it on their Wii U. But every single time a batch comes in stock and a bunch of people buy them, they get a little bit easier to find and a little bit easier to find because that's a group of, you know, fifty thousand yeah. people yeah. that don't. Yeah. That there was a on the pre-order Best Buy pre-order this week that was like over an hour. Long. Well, like and that's the, crazy considering it's been a minute. The other thing that's changed is uh, uh, the bundles now are not. It's like you can get a bundle that's like. You know, Zelda and one other game mm-hmm. and like a pro controller. And it's like, that's all stuff you would buy anyway. So it's like, yeah. and we've talked about that on the show before. Yeah, people got like, a little bit mad. When keep, we like, people are, those. well, people are mad. I mean, I get it. It depends on what's in the bundle. No, exactly. I, I'm very anti uh, <coughs> store bundles. Yeah, that's, you just nope. want your naked system. Well, just let me buy just, what, yeah. what I want. Don't, don't. No power cable. They're holding, they're they're holding they the console it. hostage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But look at the bundle, and if if it's all stuff you would buy, and they're not sure. charging a premium, then that's a way that you don't need to wait a couple months to get a switch. So that's did true. you guys see the the Think Geek uh, NES Classic bundles? Yeah, yeah those are not so great. That's garbage. Did you see those? No. They would enrage you. <laughs> Do tell. It's like a Mega Man helmet for okay. two hundred bucks. You know, and then yeah. the NES I hate it already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's yeah, it's like these like you know high end collectibles that are super cool, but like they're <laughs> they not have, the game. They have a crazy margin on, I'm sure. Yeah, or whatever yeah. the case, it's not a game. It's not a carrying case. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like one was like a vinyl poster set, but it was like 170 bucks or something. It's like completely crazy. The yeah. other thing, I mean, maybe you're gonna get well, into this. Those are available right now. Like, Isn't Think Geek owned by GameStop? Is that I don't know. And that's why, like, I mean, that's like that's the, they're in that like. Mean bundle so. business. I thought they were their own. But not true. I don't know. Right, you could right. be right. Okay. Anyway, there's no way to know. No, there's, there's no, no way, way anyone could know. Um, were you going to talk about the software sales at all? Because they announced. I was, but first I want to say, so Nintendo Switch has sold 4.7 million. Do you know what the next console it has to beat in the uh, the list of like mm. console Ooh, sales? Good question. Sega Saturn. Atari Jaguar. Jaguar. All time. Yeah. Yeah, the next console in line for it to leapfrog over. It is the Dreamcast. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. The Dreamcast, which Perfect. fittingly sold about 9 million units since mm-hmm. it was released out on 9.9. Out on 9.9.99, it wow. sold 9 million units. That's still a big gap to close to catch up yeah. to the Dreamcast. So, well, yeah. The Dreamcast had, like, from what I understand, dozens and dozens of fantastic games, too. The original, original Xbox, the Dreamcast. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it had uh, Microsoft tech inside, right? Yeah. It said Windows. Uh, Windows CE. System. Windows CE. That's really funny. Uh, but yeah, Nintendo software is also selling very well on the Switch. Uh, Zelda's up to almost four million. So. Is it still outpacing the Switch? Uh, the sales of Zelda, no. Like so it switches four point seven. It was a little bit higher. No, Zelda's now at about four million. So <laughs> and this came so from weird. Nintendo, right? Like yes. this is from their quarterly results. Yep. Here's what our software and sold. So that means it's not MPD data or something like that. That sure. could be like you know they're not capturing digital the, sales yeah. or anything. Like I was going to say, does it specify? Does that include digital? This is coming from Nintendo, so okay, I so imagine it's yes. everything. And they also reported they've made like a hundred million dollars in digital sales in the quarter. So well, the crazy like, thing is, like you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Because the Switch is a hit. Arms, arms Dude, has yeah. sold like 1.1 million copies, and that's just in June. So it was released June 18th, and those <laughs> sales are only through June 30th. So wow. we don't have all of July sales for arms. Like people are so starved for software, and you know, people just really like their Switch. Yeah. That um, you know, I'm not bagging on arms. Arms is fine. Yeah, you are. Arms is well, <laughs> but I mean, it did like, good reviews. I'm bagging on it a little. I'm just, I'm just saying for that game to sell a million units in its first month. You know, you can chalk a lot of that up to the yeah. console more so than the software, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah now we're going to get ARM sequels. 
Arms too. I, more I, arms. I have, nothing, I have nothing against arms. I have more arms. You and I played it. We didn't like it. I have not played it. I I've actually you, never we played it on the couch. No, I watched you play it a little bit. But what'd I, you think? I've actually. I think it looks cool. It's got a lot of personality, character. I think. I think arms. Is I don't know if it's for me. Good game. I'm saying uh, you pick a hundred analysts. You would not flag that as a million selling month <laughs> one game. That's all I'm saying. Nintendo did. People yeah, love uh, colorful games with lots of different characters. Just look at Overwatch. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has also sold three and a half million. It's also selling really well. That's unstoppable force. Yep. Good, good, great yep. game. It's a great game. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's share what we've been playing. And I know a bunch of us have been playing Pyre. Yeah, Are we all playing Pyre. Ryan, you playing Pyre? I haven't played it yet. Okay, eager to after the right. after the big review. The three of us have. Did played you dig Pyre. into single player at all? Yeah, that's what I was. I started playing last no night. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Um, is, are they different? I don't even know. Is there a different like single player and multiplayer modes or campaigns? I just started playing yeah. the game. And I, I mean, just, multiplayer, multiplayer is just local multiplayer. Like you, okay. you like you can up. like randomize or pick up. your teams and then you match up. It's okay. Justin's game of the year. Well, <laughs> he, oh, I think, thought he said second place. Well, so that's because he told me it was game of the year earlier today. Well, I love. I'm really, I really enamored with Pyre. I, I like. I really can't get enough of it. It's really excellent. And I said, guys, I think this might be my game of the year. And then you said, what about Zelda? And I said, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> okay, that game. My second favorite Zelda. game of the year. But I do, you know, and I'm someone that liked Bastion, liked Transistor, that Super Giant's last two games, and this yeah. one to me, it, it clicks on all levels. Um, just the confidence of the way that it tells its story and presents itself, and uh, the narration and how all the gameplay is married so closely with that presentation and and the justification for why you're on this wizard sports team i think is very very strong um it, it's to me it, it gets everything exactly right um and i can't get enough of it it's like it really came out of nowhere too well i people are a little shaky on it because of the sort yeah. of sports you know they like the 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 thing that i saw over and over was you know i really like super giant and i trust them but this looks weird and yeah, I kept hearing that over and over, and it's nice to hear them uh, sort of put some of that to bed, and it does deliver in a way that the last two games did as well. Have you seen the Supergiant Backlash? Mm-hmm. I saw uh, our community, for sure, has picked up, some people have picked up in this thing. It's like, you guys only like this game because it's Supergiant. Like, they're attributing mm-hmm. the kind of Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony fanboyism to Supergiant, which is like... Where where does that even come from? I don't. Like, I mean, t- they made two high rated games that I don't think are like people play them. Were like these are awful. I think they yeah. keep getting better and better. Like I thought Bastion was, you know, it had that conceit of the narrator and that it sort of yeah. skated by on personality a lot. Totally. And then I thought Transistor was an improvement over that, and I think Pyre is now even better. So um, very different from those two, though. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Bastion and Transistor are much more similar than Pyre's. Yeah, but it's kind of a, they're like an amazing story, right? That's Bastion was their first game. It was a big hit, made a big splash with Xbox Live Arcade back in the day. And then they followed up with Transistor, which was, I agree with Justin, I liked even more than Bastion. And then now their third game is another home run. It's like, even though it's totally different, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, I don't think people like it just because it's that company. I don't know why you would be against making sense. But I mean, also I think just came out. the games, I'm seeing some people, I'm, it's getting knocked for two main things. Yeah. Um, you've played the campaign some, right? Mm-hmm. It's getting knocked for the segments between the actual sport, like, you know, when you're playing the just sports it's game. wordy or what? Yeah, th- those segments are too long. Like, it's a lot of reading but, and sort of making choices. But those are choices. definitely what I hear people like the best about the game. Oh, interesting. See, I, I hear that's well, the I mean, they may be long, but you know. Yeah. And then I'm also hearing that well, it's I mean, you can't a, it's just like the basketball part of it a lot, right? You like the management and the story. That's all, it's all part of the package. I, to me, yes, but I think some people do just like the basketball. Well, part. then you can just play what? the multiplayer. Right? I haven't heard I that at all. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and I've heard that the some people think the basketball part part is too simplistic, um, but I think that they just haven't 
you know, yeah, as you get farther into it, yeah. yeah, they start adding a little bit more. To For it, me, it legs. feels like like a telltale, like cool narrative that I it's punctuated by kind of a silly game. Yeah, it's obviously very like saga inspired, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in in terms of these different races coming together and, yeah. and this and the more adult fantasy story that it's telling. I I really love it. The art is so amazing. The art's the, great. The background mm-hmm. drawings are especially cool because then your little wagon or your boat later on and spoilers, there's another thing too. <laughs> uh, they move through those parts and like you just you discover that it's actually a kind of a 3D area that looks just absolutely like it's from the side of a fa- of a van. You know, it's like that that fantasy art, like yeah. totally looks like just amazing line drawing, like airbrush fantasy. It's so cool. Mm. It's the almost psychedelic neon color palette. It's totally, really psychedelic. unlike yeah. anything else out yeah. there. Ryan, right, I think you'd really like it. So. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you're gonna give it a do try. Do you like NBA sure. Jam? <laughs> Who doesn't? I do. He's I mean, on fire. I'm, I'm make co- it to the hole. I'm referring to the sports part of it as the basketball sp- part, just for expediency's sake. Yeah. But I actually, it doesn't feel. It doesn't to me feel like basketball at all. Like it's its own thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Ryan, you can unlock Bill Clinton with a cheat code. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. actually mm-hmm. true. That's true. I love it. That's like, I love it so much. <laughs> wow, right? <laughs> Ryan, what are you playing? I busted that out. Uh, you know, it's kind of quiet summer, but yeah. I, I was playing. Uh, I reviewed just on a whim because you know, Inside was my game of the year last year. Mine too. And I was became aware of a game called Black the Fall, yeah. which hmm. was in development before Inside came out, but it has, has has since come out a year after Inside. It is a poor man's inside. Interesting. And I know that sounds like I'm really, that's like an <laughs> ultimate backhanded compliment. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's. You play the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, oh, you re, oh yeah. It's, it's a monochromatic, side scrolling, physics based puzzle platformer. Mm-hmm. Is it on uh, Xbox? It's on everything. Okay. Yeah, Xbox, PS4, and, and PC. It has like some kind PC. of like historical theme. Yeah, it, it does have a message at the end because I spent a lot of the game wondering. This game really have anything to yeah. say, and it's it did at the end. Countries of Romania. I, yeah, and I, I mean, I don't want to spoil the let people play it and sort yeah. of find the message themselves, but yeah, I mean, it's it's fine, but it's games don't release in a vacuum. If Inside didn't exist, I'd probably like this a little more. I mean, the the you know, hmm. graphics are okay, and they're just none. No, no part of the game compares well to Inside. Yeah, but if you remove Inside, which you can't because that's a real thing that exists. Uh, it's fine, but yeah. So it's it's a poor man's inside, and it was yep. it was it was. I played it more out of curiosity than anything else. Did you guys get to play Pikmin at all? I played a lot more of that. You you weren't finished. you weren't really selling me on it. Yeah, yeah and we talked about it last week. I'm psyched. Uh, Tacoma's next on my list. That's yeah. uh, that's out very very soon. Like mm. I think earlier mid August. Yeah, yeah finally, so. it's sneaking up on people. Yeah, I mean, it's a big follow up from another small studio. Yeah, we have the review next week. I mean, yeah, you're talking about how it's kind of a quiet summer, but things are going to start getting uh, exciting next month because we also He's have heating up. We also have. Um, <laughs> <Destiny>. <laughs> Well, Des- well, yeah, Destiny. But I was thinking Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah, and that game yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. Played it at Comic-Con. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really good. It uh, sold me once I played it. We have some new coverage on that hitting IGN next week as oh, well. Cool. Very cool. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Eternal Card Game. Yep. Um, it's I've been a, playing that it, on it's my a iPad. A little bit of a Hearthstone clone, but uh, it's more accurately described as Hearthstone crossed with Magic the Gathering. Mm. It's a little bit more hardcore, skews a little bit more towards Magic, but still has that Hearthstone level of polish and enemies smashing together. And it was in early access on PC for a while, yeah. and now it's out on uh, iOS and Android as well. And so I, I play on my iPad every night. Yep. Also free to play like Magic or uh, like a Hearthstone. It's it's very 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 generous. Each mm. the first win of the day, you get a free pack of cards. So if you Sweet. play a couple matches a day, get one win, you get a free pack, and um, 
And they've said they, you know, everything is marketing, so be skeptical of what you read and hear. But they insist that they want the game truly to be like, look, if you play it and enjoy it, um, you know, you can play it for free. Yeah, I like. And then we've been playing a lot of Columns Three. We played some Columns Three. Hold on, you're skipping ahead. Well, okay, we can we can talk about that now. I've also been playing a lot of this. This is the Sega Genesis flashback console. Uh, This is the newest, like you know, all. All in one, the games are all built in the console. Heavy is that? Let me see. Very light. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow, there's nothing in there. Yeah. I'm reviewing this game uh, or this console for IGN, so I cannot share opinions on it yet. You can look for those soon. But just some facts. No headphone this. jack? There's no, no he- headphone jack. Weak. Yeah. That's the AC adapter. I mean, it was amusing that there was a headphone jack on the first <laughs> yeah. one, and then it ended up being kind of useful. And then you had to plug in your Sega CD to that jack. Do you That's remember right. that? Oh, I had can a you, Sega CD. Can you put strange. carts yeah. in there? Yes, you can. So I was you just going to. I, I was just going to really deliver cool. some facts no, cool. I like about this. But we can't uh, talk about Sega Genesis Flashback Console. I think it's out in September. It's eighty bucks. It includes eighty-five games. However, asterisk. It yeah. is not eighty-five <laughs> Sega Genesis games. There's only about forty-five Sega Genesis games on there. I thought then, it was fewer than that. Then there's a, a handful of Discovered Master System and Game Gear games, and then there are twenty-eight bonus games which are bootlegs of classics like Space Invaders and Pong. Uh, it includes two wireless controllers, but There's you can also... Pong knockoff in? Yeah, you can also plug in re- actual Genesis controllers. And then, yeah, you can put a cartridge in the top, and it'll load the ROM into its memory, uh, and you can oh. play it then. But it doesn't save it. Like, you have to have the con- cartridge. So the Retron does that I'm, same thing. I'm yeah. looking at it. I'm just almost... I'm borderline angry just because... <laughs> Because it goes like ninety percent of the way toward recreating what yeah. the Genesis looked well, like, but you should, just it you should doesn't feel go, the weight of it. It doesn't go. Oh my goodness! Yeah. It's, there's like it's it, like a, there's nothing in there. Yeah, it's I could yeah. Just, it's just empty <laughs> plastic. Yeah. Just hurling. To the listeners, the sun. it feels like a box of macaroni and cheese. But yeah. it's so it's it's a little bit hard to communicate. But it, it's so light that it's clearly just like you know a USB stick, like a little tiny thing, mm-hmm. not literally a USB stick. But there's Maybe a very very tiny something in there. Like so, why not make it one fourth that size? Yeah. Like, well, why even make it that big? Yeah. Or a keychain. A keychain. I was just going to say. That'd be so <laughs> yeah. cute. Genesis keychain. Yeah. It could just be the circle. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's called the Sega Genesis Flashback Console. Uh, you can look for my review on that coming Does up. it have flashback Later. on it? Uh, ironically, no. It does <gasps> Come not. Come on! Yeah. The, the Sega games are only games that Sega developed or published uh, on there. So, but There's also Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah, that's the one exception. Mortal Kombat's one through three are on Blood it. version. Yeah. Not like that including, sweat Super NES trash. Yeah. Including, I played a lot. I can't even picture three <laughs> on the Genesis. I played, I played a lot of three on the Genesis. That wow, was my jam. That's, cr- that's a crazy Hours late game to Wait, the are there any EA sports games on there? There are no sports games. I mean, I, I'm sure the licensing on that is what, yeah, what kills that. But yeah. Genesis was the, that was know, the place it was, for it the was sports games. The sports games in the, have NHL the and 16-bit the, What was the talking era. one? Joe, Joe Montana, Montana Sports Talk Football. Yeah. Can you name any lines from that one? He goes back to pass. <laughs> I, I, I did play the heck the first. And finally, I've also been playing this game, Darius Burst Chronicle Saviors uh, for PS4. And this actually came about because it's this is uh, the physical version is manufactured by Limited Run Games. And I was talking about this. Incredible. 
recently on uh, on the show because we were talking about limited run games because they're doing Night Trap. Mm. They're doing the new physical version. Oh, oh wow, that box Night is Trap. so big. Wait, those, I know. those orders still haven't happened. Though. Those like haven't a, gone live yet. That's oh like a gosh. EB game. So stressed. That's like a that. Babbage's size promo box yeah, circa 1995. It's well, like, it includes includes a soundtrack and then uh, the little figurines of the spaceship oh. and other goodies. It's bigger than like the PC old school PC. Yes. Oh, box yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, by like two times probably. Uh, but when we were talking about limited run games, I was saying, man, I wanted to get this game, but when I went to the site, uh, pre-orders had already gone live and it already sold out. But uh, David from Limited Run Games listens to this show. And so he sent this to me. He was very kind. So nice. He said, I've been listening to GameScoop since around 2006. I always smile when you guys mention Limited Run. I heard a few weeks back that you missed out on this game. Glad I can show my appreciation for 11 years of entertainment. Scoop! So. Don't tell Damon that some kid had his pre-order canceled, <laughs> so you can get that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, this game is super cool. It's a, a, a side-scrolling uh, shoot 'em up with a shmup. Yeah, shmup. Uh, you know, in the vein of Grad- Gradius. Yeah, Life Darius Flow. was a yeah. series that was even on the Super Nintendo. I played G Darius on the original PlayStation, and uh, that was get, my jam. Can we get a uh, Turbo Graphics classic? Now? Yeah, exactly. Where who is owned, the like literally who owns the well, right? So Hudson to it? was, it was bought Hudson, by... no, but TTI came to own it. Or that's a good question. NEC, maybe it was NEC. But, well, but NEC, yeah. NEC, mm. TTI, I think. Now you have well, me wondering. Who are those companies? I've never even heard of those. I know NEC. Well, NEC was yeah, electronics manufacturer. Who's TTI? Turbo Technologies. Wow. Uh, I th- I'm sure Hudson retained. But and then Konami owns Hudson, right? Do yes. they? Konami owns. Konami owns. Well, Hudson. Konami. That's bad news. But that's that software. Like, who owns the actual like hardware? Those expire. But remember, yeah. that's why they can re-release that's NESs why, and these that can. Just yeah. Those are unlicensed. Uh, the, the this, you well, can like, this release it unlicensed. You said when you said shmups, yeah, but I think Sega licensed it. Yeah, yeah. My, okay, so like I don't know the, how any <laughs> the technology to read an NES cartridge yeah. that expired. Okay, you can you can make one. Okay, but it just couldn't be branded NES. That's what At Games had to pay for was to actually call this? it the Sega Genesis something. It says funny things on the back. It yeah, it really does, does say funny things. It says we're uh, looking at the uh, Darius a new first. boss battleship oh. two question mark exclamation point. Yes, spoilers. All right, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Chris from Saskatoon did. And I Whoa. think that's Canada. Probably. Oh, yeah. I think Chris has written in before. He probably has. He says, my retired father-in-law just finished watching Netflix. <laughs> I love Wait, that. Wait, congratulations. That a, that's a lot of content. Unlocked. Wait a, a second. With, I, I know you, we got to get through the question here. <laughs> What does that mean? I have no idea. Don't show him the new Netflix article we published yesterday. He says he just finished watching Netflix. He can't wait for the next season of Netflix. Yes. <laughs> and he says, rather than babysit the grandkids for once, he oh. told me oh. he might figure out what the appeal of gaming is all about. Is he gonna, yeah, I finished Netflix, guys. I'm going to move now on to I'm video gonna play the video game. For science. <laughs> he says, the old goat is looking to me for recommendations Rude. that take advantage <laughs> of his new home theater. A home theater which someone's inheritance paid for. There's lots of there's oh, yeah. a lot bubbling under the surface <laughs> wow. here. There's a lot uh, <laughs> to unpack here. A lot of Saskatoon in there. Yeah. He says, I'm pretty sure he has never touched a controller before. Wow. Where would you start a geezer like that? So, what we know, there's a retired father-in-law who's finished with Netflix. <laughs> 
He says he might want to figure out the, what the appeal of gaming is all about. He wants it to take advantage of his new home theater, but he's never held oh. a controller before. He what could a- uh, get that Mega Man helmet with the NES Classic <laughs> and start start with Super Mario Brothers. Actually, I mean, forward what, from a, there. what a trippy question. Like, I'm kind of torn question. between, on the one hand, you know, you could just take him through history, get him an NES Classic or an NES and old mm-hmm. games. Yeah. You know, that's what everyone else started on, so it should be good enough for him. But on the other hand, modern games are so much better about sort of pulling people in and being friendly. Are yeah. they, though? Well, I mean, easy oh, modes yeah, and I tutorials so. yeah. and all that stuff, you know, um, for someone that might help ease you into the gameplay experience. So Two I, I'm, thumbsticks I'm, is weird. Is, is a yeah. foreign weird concept if you've never played a video yeah, game took before. my wife a That's long time. I agree with Ryan. We sports. We, I mean... It works for everybody else's grandparents. It's, true. it's, not, it's not really going to take advan- full advantage of his home theater system. All right, all right. I got but it. But he, he won't watches know. Netflix. He has no context. Yeah, I mean, that's he can watch Netflix and play Brain Age. Yeah. On a DS. Telltale sure. might be all right. Ugh. Yeah, that Telltale is a good idea. It's very similar actually, to Netflix. Actually, yeah. That's actually, that's actually a really good suggestion. So you could get a console, PS4, Xbox One, uh, and play some... Which Netflix... Or which some, Telltale? Well, if you watch all of Netflix, let's Walking see. Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. One. Probably Just Walking start. Dead or Batman. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> I like how you prefaced it with it. If you watched all of Netflix, then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know if like a like a, a racing game would be good, like a Forza. If oh, that's a good place to start. Forza Horizon three. I mean, because they're beautiful and all you you know, you press well, a and button. The premise too. is easy to absorb. Yeah. You know, and that that game in particular has a very friendly sort of mm-hmm. rewind function. It's like learning how to drive again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <But> really hard. <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa, you can't drive anymore. But or sports, sports games. Uh, sports games. I would say sports games because they tend to be casual, FIFA, Madden. Yeah. But the controls could also be very complicated. Uh, we just, or Canada. We just learned on Unlock this week that uh, Canadian Football 2017 released on Xbox One this week. Wow. So he's from, we got a Canadian the family CFL. here. It, it, Does EA make it? No, Canadian it's just football? someone else. Yeah. Is it, there is a CFL. Is that that's a real hockey? thing? Yeah. <laughs> that's a real thing? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But seriously, uh, the hockey sports games are still like the best game adaptations of sports. Absolutely. Game wise for me. Hockey makes the best video game sport. For sure. sure. And Mm -hmm. it goes back Mm -hmm. to like NHL, you know, so any of those. Big Gretzky's head bleed. So, what's the most recent because of hockey game? And NHL 17. 17. And 18 will be out in a month, probably, or two months. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's. What about Blades of Steel? Ooh, Heck yeah. Still haven't topped that one. Or just ice hockey. Yeah, just, just got the fat guy. There you go. Hockey. Skinny guy. I mean, they're all kind of fat. Regular guy. <laughs> you got to go either fat guy, skinny guy. You can't go regular. You don't ever go regular guy. Or does? Do, or do you set him up with like a gaming PC uh, and do like Civ Civilization Six? Mm. Go that route. That's deep right there. Well, yeah. but I mean, there's a lot of people. Like I have a sister-in-law that is not a gamer, but, but you know, let's play a thousand hours of Civ. That's just her jam. I don't think that's that uncommon. Like the, that in The Sims, like. Yeah, there's some good pranks to be had here. Like if if you just go full <laughs> Oculus, which I oh yeah, great, just throw them, just do that, and just and just just make it seem like it's plugged into your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Set the, the phone there with the wire going out. The gear put this VR. On your head. You actually uh, could do. I mean, VR is not a terrible. Yeah, choice just to show someone how different. Like if you want to well, contrast, like you we know. are forgetting though. Totally. This this what's what's our Chris his name Chris from Saskatoon his, Inheritance is being chewed up as yeah. we speak, so we should probably suggest like the cheapest. Just get like a an Xbox 360. Yeah. That's like I mean, yeah, find one of those for a hundred bucks. Or yeah, less. that's true. If you get that, then you can play Plants vs Zombies and that's Peggle. Cool. Ooh, and those are great games that are easy to get into. Also, what about like uh, like a Limbo? You, you mentioned Inside. Yeah, how before. about how about uh, if we're going the 360 route? 
play rock band. Get get he, he has mean, no idea how good rock band is. Yeah, it's, he could, it could you could time travel effectively back to those are good to two thousand six, two thousand seven, yeah. two thousand eight when the music genre was big. Yeah, and enjoy that again. I'm so flummoxed by an adult that's never touched a controller in their life. Like it's hard to predict. Well, it's a retired, you know. a retired father-in-law. Yeah, I mean, not that they exist, but just you know, where would you even start them? You know, it's really kind of. I know it's a it's a tough question. Um, and you also can't. Uh, I dated a girl for a while that she wasn't a gamer, and I tried. You know, hey, play Mario Party, and she wasn't into it. This was back during that era, and uh, you know, I tried. Like, you should tell your wife that you yeah. were. <laughs> it was a little, many, many. I mean, it was in high school, you know, and uh, you know, we. I would try different games out on her that she was never into, and the one that she ended up loving was Mortal Kombat, just because it was silly and over the top and punching and kicking and like. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have predicted that Freak. that was the game she'd be into. So um, you might just need to give your grandpa a menu of options. Not his grandpa. Father-in-law. Excuse me. Give the father-in-law a menu of options and then he can <laughs> grab what he wants. Sounds like the father-in-law is spending the grandpa's <laughs> <laughs> inheritance. <laughs> also, would it be his inheritance? Wouldn't it be yeah. the, the if it's if he's an in-law? Yeah. He's getting, he could get, <laughs> Unless his wife is sore about it. I don't know. Yeah, like I knows? said, there's, 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 there's a lot to... It's a complicated family. We'll talk about here. this more after the show. Yeah, I, I, I don't here. know Canadian law. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Chris from Saskatoon, do give us an update and let us know what your father-in-law ends up uh, playing for his first gaming experience on his nice I thought those are pretty system. solid Sas- Saskatoon joke. In yeah, that's pretty good. This next email is from another Chris. This Chris is from Queens. Okay. Uh, he says, as a regular listener, and after hearing what your other supporters have to say, I consider myself your number 24 biggest fan. That's fair. <laughs> Modest. Yeah. Says, I was Accurate. lucky... I was lucky enough last week. Oh, he says I was lucky enough last week to pre-order an SNES classic. Oh no! This email was sent in the past by signing up for pre-order alerts, which I relieved at eleven. I received at eleven thirty p.m. on Friday while out at a bar. So does that mean he didn't? That's he got canceled. That's the one. That's the only one that's gone live in the U.S. Right? Yeah. All right. So Chris from Queens. Sorry. Other territories have had pre-orders. Yeah, I think other territories. There was one other false alarm. Like they did, right? I don't know. I only know about Walmart. Oh, boy. So it sounds like Chris from Queens, his pre-order was probably also canceled, but I think we can still answer his question if he still plans on getting one. He says, uh, I asked myself, which of these games should I be most excited about? My first console was the Nintendo 64, Mm. so I had limited exposure to all the the games. The answer is Super Mario World. And alas, I turn to your expertise. Which of these games would you say is the most important to play first in regards to both its influence on the gaming community and overall best game? And yes, I agree with Super Mario World and then Link to the Past. And Super Metroid. Man, I can't imagine those three games. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Back to back to back. I mean, I think every, uh, every... Game on the uh, NES, SNES Classic is a stone cold home classic, except for Star Fox 2, just because I haven't played it. But yeah, I think Super Mario World, you know, it's emblematic of the 16 bit era. It's the, it sort of gave the one Super of, Nintendo yeah. its entire personality. It was one of the best pack in games ever. Yeah, a perfect game. I, like, I think the, the thing p- that surprises me about Mario World is that, you know, it is a 2D platformer, you know, run, jump, bop on things' heads, but it's more puzzly than I think people expect. That game is filled with secrets and, like, yeah. I think half the levels have two exits. They have a secret exit totally. for you to uncover. And, like, yeah. it just keeps unfurling new layers of you find secrets and more secrets, and it leads you to something crazy that I don't where, even want to Where does Super Mario World fall for you guys in the in the mainline Mario maybe, hierarchy? Maybe number two behind Mario 64. That's, yeah, that's me. where I'm at as well. Yeah. yeah, it's in the three to fives for me. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just- I think I'm with you. It's uh, for you me. Know, we're Mario three people. Mario three is number one, and uh, sixty four is number two for me. At this yeah, point. I I probably actually maybe even go Galaxy. Mm. I love that game so much. Gosh, I'm, I would kill for uh, 
Galaxy One and Two remasters on Switch. I think it'll happen. Yeah, I think I like Sunshine too. better than both Galaxy. I would love. I, mean, I would love su- bring Sunshine. How about back Sunshine too? Virtual Console on Switch? Yeah, no, please. I know. I know. I haven't played it since it came out. <laughs> uh, neither have I. Yeah. It has some rough edges, but mainly they're controller based, so it'd be so it good those. to bring back. Yeah, Pro Controller. Oh, so yeah. good. But I think a good plan is probably Super Mario World, Link to the Past, and then Super Metroid. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Those are that. That's a great way to play them too. I think Super Mario World you can play. Anybody can play. Just hop in and play. Yep. Link to the Past is a little bit tough to get into if you never played a Zelda game in 2D. And then Metroid is just a harder game than both yeah, of those two. But still awesome and yep. classic. Uh, okay, before we get into 20 questions, mm-hmm. let's play uh, another game. What is this? Now, that's not a game. That's a book. Books can be fun too, Justin. So last week I was at Comic Book Con, and uh, we were supposed to have The Walking Dead as guests on our show, but they like had the to- actual zombies. The actual zombies, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was I was going to play this game with them. I got this book. Can you survive the zombie apocalypse? Which actors was it going to be? Do you remember any of them? Uh, it's the most of them, yeah. The cast and producers. I want to be Michonne. The show. You're not playing characters on The Walking Dead. Aww. This is a choose your own adventure book, uh, written by Max Brawlier, and uh, it did with the zombie apocalypse to see if you can survive. So I was going to play this with our guests, but they had to cancel okay. on us. So now I've got this book, and then rather than let it go to waste, I thought we'd play But it I can play game. Michonne, who's going to be on the show, playing this game. My answer is already, no, I can't. Look at me. I'm not going <laughs> to last a day in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, and this will be sort of, I mean, this book is 380 pages long. So I actually went through it a lot and, and, and summarized some things. So this will be an abridged version of the okay. book. The setup here is that it's a Monday in July in Manhattan, and you're all, play, you're all collectively playing one person. You'll make mm. these decisions together. Okay. A Monday in July in Manhattan, you're at a boring Monday morning meeting in your terrible office job in Manhattan. Someone comes into the room. I can relate, am I right? Turn on the TV, uh, and you see there's been this outbreak at a nearby hospital. Uh, The patients have started biting the doctors. The police and fire trucks are on the scene. You can hear sirens outside your window. People are starting to get uneasy. People are evacuating your building. So your first decision is, if you think your best chance of getting out of the city is via taxi, or oh. you want to jog the 12 blocks and two avenues to the 72nd Street subway, catch the next train to Brooklyn, or do you want to go back to your apartment ASAP? Hmm. All those are oh, terrible yeah. options. Taxi, subway, apartment. or back Apart- to your apartment. I, I would vote apartment to, to gather myself and gather some gear. We got to get a backpack and a plan. It could just be like a cold or something. <laughs> you got to get away from people. You can't be, uh, the taxi, the subway's definitely out. Right, because you're underground. Never it's public controlled. transportation. The bridges to the taxi is the worst option. The bridges are going to be. I mean, look at. We, have you seen the Dark Knight? Yeah, guys, I think <laughs> you're yeah. overreacting. It just the sounds Joker like a flu. Closed. It's just a flu. <laughs> it's the the book is not. Can you survive the flu? Well, so, all we saw on TV was a bunch of people that looked sick. They were biting the doctors, though. All right. Maybe so what's, what's the decision? I, I, I think apartment. Okay. Yeah. We're all we're all okay with that. Yeah. Right. We'll just get some soup and play some video games. <laughs> Don't go to work. Whole, wait we're going for to page thing to blow over. Twenty two. Yeah. Okay. okay. Home. You think that's the best bet? Has to be familiar, safe, secure. You alternate between walking and jogging through streets, quickly turning explosive. It's a miserable thirty block hike to your apartment. You get to your building a half hour later, soaked in sweat. Up the five flights of stairs to your apartment, through the door, slam it shut, collapse against it, exhausted. Uh. You decide to head down. You need to get some supplies. So you head down to the corner bodega. Supplies. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Peter Parker's there. Uh, Your phone is ringing. You look at the display. You see your mom's big smiling face. Great. If you want to ignore the call and start pounding beers, 
<laughs> or do you want to answer your mom's call? You answer Take the, mom's yeah. call. Okay. Yeah, she might have this flu. Okay, you answer your mom's call. That feels a little bit like a false... <laughs> like it's one of those books where like the beer choice is going to end up being the good choice, but right. it's a trap. Against your better judgment, you answer the phone. She tells you to take the ferry to your aunt Judy's house in Staten Island. Okay, done. You're taking the ferry. All right. Uh, let's see where we're jumping ahead here. All right, you run for it. You make it a block. F. More zombies. Yeah. Up ahead is a large warehouse. You sprint for the gate. Open. Thank goodness. It's pitch black in there. You slap around. Can we try talking to the zombies at the wall. Next Maybe to they're the just door. going to a baseball game. You feel around. It's a light switch. You hit it. Crap, zombies. Yeah. A hundred dead faces. Fill the warehouse. What? You let loose a, a, you let loose a blood-curdling scream. Squeeze your eyes shut. Prepare to die. Someone says, hey, dude, chill. It's okay. You crack open one eye. One of the zombies is walking over to you. He says, we're not real zombies. Huh? What'd I tell we you guys? We were supposed to have a zombie walk today. You know, a zombie parade. We dress up like zombies. So it's a meatpacking warehouse, and these guys are dressed up like zombies inside. Wow. See? You got to talk to the zombies first. So I was right all, this whole time. You guys say, well, we have one advantage over the people outside. We look like zombies. One of the guys says, uh, two guys look at each other. You're thinking what I'm thinking? Then they nod. Shaun of the Dead. Remember the scene from Shaun of the Dead? They sure. dress up like yeah. zombies, blend in. But where do we go? We're safe. Uh, I was just staring at it, you say. The Statue of Liberty. Someone says, wait, isn't this a meat storage warehouse? So you get some meat, rub it on yourself. It'll hide the smell. Mm. So you look around, everyone rubbing chunks of dead cow over themselves. Christ, this is the most ridiculous plan ever. Are you really going to go through with this? Option A, hell no. Take your chances waiting for the rescue in the warehouse. Or, new and improved zombie walk it is. So wait, where are we going? As the to Statue of Liberty. As Oh, just as the... It's fairly ten. nearby. You're going to try and swim there. I think that's a good plan. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think the government g- hit a rocket ship inside the Statue of Liberty, and we could use that. You think that? Okay. Yeah, probably strength in numbers there with the fake zombie horde. All right, so, so we're going ahead with the zombie walk. do intercept yeah, you. Yeah, if you stay in the middle of it, then the zombies yeah. will get full, and then you'll yeah. be fine. All right, so slowly everyone makes their way out of the warehouse. Mm-hmm. The real zombies stumble around you. They get closer. They sniff out. They examine you. If you're too nervous, you think the jig is up and run, you can do that, or you can keep up the act and try to make it to well, you. You always keep strong. up the act. You you're committed strong. at this All point. Right. But you can you can give a little chuckle at the uh, people that that run. All right. So keeping the zombie act up best you can, you stumble right through uh, the zombies. Cut out a lot here. Where are we going? <laughs> Jumping ahead. All right. You make it up to the Statue of Liberty. You, you, you get in the water <laughs> where you're greeted. By, so you get in the water. You swim to the Statue of Liberty. You make it where you're greeted by soldiers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Damon, I see you actually composed some of your own zombie fiction. Yeah. So the soldiers uh, take you inside of the Statue of Liberty all the way up to the crown 20 minutes later. You notice one of the soldiers' leg is soaked through with blood. Do you assume he's bitten, he's going to turn, you try to kill him first, or do you take his word that it's just... He might have that leg flu. Do you take his word that it's just a scratch? Those are both terrible options. Can we not report him to someone else? Those are your two options. You have to believe him that it's just a scratch, or you try to kill him first. Well, you can't... We've we've skipped over some things. Yeah, you can't try and just kill him without really good probable cause. Due process? Yeah, you're going to get killed if you try to kill him first. What if he's just a really good cosplayer? Okay, so we're going to take his word. It's just a scratch. Let's just hope for the well. best. I'm not pleased with the Jumping back to page 74. All right, you put it out of your mind. There's nothing you can do about it anyway. You couldn't take this guy down even if you had 10 guys helping you. Well, that would have been good to know before we made the decision. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Uh, Previous decision only right. was a futile choice between death and death. Finally, you reach the torch of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, the zombies try to follow you unsuccessfully. They tumble over the side of the you know the little opening. They fall, they free fall down to the ground. You're climbing out to the torch. Wind is howling, threatening to blow you off. And you wait. You wait for the helicopter that maybe just might be coming someday. The end. That sucks. That's just like the end of the first X-Men movie. Yeah. So it ended with you just stay for the moment out on the Statue of Liberty's torch. That's so inconclusive. That's, that's, it's an end. By book two. In the book, Can You Survive the Zombie Apocalypse? At least you didn't die. There's lots of ways to die. What happens if you kill the soldier? Uh, If you try to kill him, he actually stops you and like blows your head off. (laughs) Maybe a better end than, than being marooned in the torch. Yeah. I'll take it. I'm pretty pleased with that. Yeah, just just wait it out. Maybe. Lady Liberty. Yep. <laughs> also, they don't allow people up in the torch anymore. Right? That's true. The zombie thing. Yeah. They, Ever I, since yeah, the they would have had to open zombie it up. apocalypse. All right, our twenty questions suggestion this week comes from Ryan Langle in West Des Moines, Iowa. I was just there. You know him. Uh, before we get to the suggestion, he has a he has a, an email here. He says, "I'm 40 years old. I spent most of the mid to late 80s, 90s, and early 2000s gaming. However, from about 2006 to 2015, I more or less didn't play video games. Mm. If a Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, or Call of the Duty Call of the Duty game came out, I would grab it, <laughs> play for a week or two, and then not game until another came out." Needless to say, I missed out on many great games. The whole 360 PS3 generation. 2015, I got back into gaming, researched the best games that I missed, and I've been playing through a phenomenal back catalog. My question for you is, when you look back at your time as a gamer, can you identify examples of personal gaming evolution? For example, when I got back into gaming two years ago, I mainly wanted to play games that were fast-paced with lots of action. The idea of performing recon on an area in a game and performing stealth maneuvers and kills would have bored me to tears. Now, after playing games such as Metal Gear Solid, Snake Eater, and Peace Walker, and Far Cry 3, I relish the chance to perform CQC or take over a camp without sounding an alarm or being seen. Close quarters combat. Got it. I haven't me- I haven't moved on from fast action games. Still enjoy playing them, but I now enjoy games that require patience and a different set of skills, which I never thought would happen. Do you have any examples of your own? When I was thinking about this, I think I might be the exact opposite. I was I think, thinking the same. I don't think I've changed at all. <laughs> I think the games that I like today are exactly the same. You know, open open world adventure games, puzzle games, card games, turn based strategy games. I stopped liking competitive games. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I ever really did. Well, I used to play Perfect Dark a lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. And GoldenEye yeah. and Mario Kart. And uh, I I had friend groups that I played those in. And then when online games yeah. starting, I did that, uh, started, I did that for a while. And I just don't like it anymore. Yeah. It's Do not you not like it anymore? Or is it, or is it just had changed? The situation has changed. Because for me, it was like being in college. Yeah. And everyone would just come over and we play Perfect Dark and GoldenEye and changed. Rival Schools. and But like now we're all... My friends and I all spread out. The and wind. Like, I'm, yep. I'm married and yeah, it's hard to say. I still play games with a lot of people, but not not online video game shooters. Yeah, Ryan, you thinking the same way? Where I'm you're, the same yeah. as you. Yeah, it's uh, like I I played some strategy games back in the day and uh, really long role playing games, and now I just with the with a with full time job and family, like yeah. I don't I don't have as much time for super long games and I. I used to in the Street Fighter 2 Mortal Kombat heyday in the early 90s. I yeah. was yeah. 
all in on that. Yeah, just once again. all in. And now I I don't I just don't play fighting games. They don't interest me Same. anymore. That's another really good example. Of course, we all played Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Like crazy. I had all the moves memorized, the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I was, but yeah, it's just like now, eh. It's crazy. Not my yeah. Thing. That was like everyone like when Street Fighter 2 came out, every everyone who played games played that game and it was like the game of the year. Yeah. It was the game of the moment that everyone was playing. Now, it's virtually impossible for me to imagine a scenario where a Street Fighter game or any fighting game is like the game of the year yeah. that everyone's playing. Because it's, it's just fighting games have become kind of more of a niche thing. Very, it's still very, very popular. Yeah, and, gr and, they're, and they're fantastic. Sure. They're just, they're special. It's not they're like, like the these, thing that everyone's playing. Yeah, they're playing. like these razor-sharp, specialized, yeah. precision tools that yeah, are sure. really good at the, the one thing they do, which is one-on-one -on -one fighting. Yeah. Justin, how have you evolved as a gamer or not evolved? Well, so there's definitely games that in my head I'm like, I really like I'm gonna be really into that. But then the reality doesn't match up. Like in my head, I still really like strategy RPGs like Disgaea and Final Fantasy Tactics, but every time I try to pick one up, I play it for a couple hours and then end up getting a little bored. Like it's a little bit yeah. too slow for me now. Um or, you know, strategy games, tactic games. Every once in a while, like I did play like fifty hours of Factorio or something, so I can get really, really into one. But it's very, very uncommon. Mm -hmm. Um like a game mm -hmm. like Pillars of Eternity. I'll read about it obsessively, be really excited about it, really want to be into it. But the reality of sitting down to play, um, it, like Ryan said, it's it's a harder fit for my lifestyle right now. Um, yeah. The only thing that's really stuck are card games, like you said. They've been a pretty constant since I found Magic the Gathering back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, transitioned into digital card games. Yeah, me too. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, I need a little bit more instant gratification um, yeah, I I keep getting fooled by them. I keep buying RPGs and buying strategy games and buying these slower paced games, and uh, I think they're still what I'm into. But then the reality is, uh, I I don't end up spending as much time with them as I want. Yeah, I can even think of a lot of examples where I've been kind of resistant uh, to get on board with new gaming trends and new gameplay styles. Like sandbox games, like Minecraft uh, doesn't work for me. Multiplayer only games, games as service. Like I think I would have liked Destiny. Dark Souls when I was a kid, but I don't like it now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Instance, that's another thing. Like it yeah. seems like a really cool, difficult Castlevania game, but for me now, it's just not that fun. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just stuck in my ways. Curmudgeon. Yeah, so both hopefully we never run out of open world adventure games. <laughs> but conversely, like I just played my first 3D Final Fantasy in my life. I just loved my first Metal Gear. Oh, you 3D? Oh, you? Oh, I've never like, played any of them. Like I, I, I like Final Fantasy 15. I like Metal Gear Solid 5. Like I've totally experimented games that I never played before. Yeah, it's just you know sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Jamin's still playing Disgaea and listening to Weezer. I'm, what's wrong with Weezer? <laughs> Not that I'm just saying, like, setting your, like, it's just, it's still. It, the, Weezer's the, a little, I do like Weezer. I, I would, I, I probably not in my, like, top 20. I don't know games, why I pulled him out of a hat. Just because I'm trying to pick something that's a still little. Still listening cool. to the Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, all right, and Ryan. You know that the Beastie Boys save humanity? I just, I just finally saw Star Trek Beyond on Amazon Prime. Right. And they play Beastie that, Boys they play are the are right. the savior of humanity. Yeah. Wow, Good. that's interesting. I I'm never joking. saw. I did not see Star Trek plot Beyond. Of, spoiler: that is the plot of Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, they no. use like not an a audio great file, right, 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 ancient right. classical music file. I haven't seen that movie. That's a callback to the first yeah. Star Trek remake, uh, the J.J. Abrams one. Yeah. Because uh, Captain, uh, what's his name, listens to the Beastie Boys in his car when he like steals a car. <laughs> Good old Captain Woods. <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and now, guess which one I like more, Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh, Ryan Langle from West Des Moines, Iowa, also gives us our 20 questions suggestion. This week, let the questioning begin. What, okay. do, you, do you pilot some kind of vehicle or mechanical anything in this game? No. 
But he just told us this entire era of games that he doesn't play. He okay, doesn't that's play. true. That's true. Which is good, but I mean, I just might be a clue here. Uh, is this a game from before the year 2000? Yes. Cool. Uh, All right. Is this a is this a console game? Uh, what, what do you mean? Do you are you asking if this game appeared on a console, or is it a console? All right. Exclusive? Was it what was it first release on a PC? No. Okay. So that's All right. Did it come out before 1990? Yes. All right. Did it come out before 1985? No. Okay. 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 Not before 1985. That's really interesting. So we're probably looking at NES. Yes. Or possibly arcade. But Master System. Yeah. Unlikely. Turbo graphics. Unlikely. And it's not PC. That's good. Good to know. Yeah. Was this an arcade game too? Yes. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. So that rolls out a lot. It does. That's a really great a thin era of arcade. Uh we could be looking at TMNT arcade game. Uh be looking at 90. Anyway, that was now. ninety. No, it was eighty nine. 89. Uh, well, okay. We, sorry, we need to establish whether these things came out. It came out on the NES too, because if it came out on the NES, that that wasn't out by then. Anyway, yeah. Was this on the NES? Yes. Double Dragon, possibly. Uh, was this game developed in Japan? Yes. Double Dragon's looking good. There's a lot, a lot of games looking good. Uh, was this a, a beat 'em up? Mm, no. <laughs> that's good all right no, it is not a beat it rules out double dragon well so it could be a fighting game could be tripping damon up well there's no real fighting games from before street fighter street one fighter two yeah but it wasn't on the nes are you sure yes okay well street fighter 2049 was on the NES. the karate cry uh, champ i think street fighter one was on turbo graphics uh yeah karate champ i think it's from an earlier uh arcade incarnation yeah you might be right um, but there's there's seriously a million games. We got to get a genre. This down could be Ninja Gaiden too. OG Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, would we call that an arcade? Is that an arcade, game? arcade and NES. Bionic Commando and Ninja Gaiden were both in the arcades. Too. I only ever was think the, about that. Uh, was this NES a Capcom games. game? Nope. That is ten. So wait, get, what was what did you just say? I just asked if this is a Capcom game. Oh, okay. Eliminated tons of. We right. did this last. It was a similar yeah. line of questioning last week. So Konami Tecmo would be yeah. good ones to ask about, but. Um, we could also ask if it has sequels. There's a lot of things. Was this a licensed game? No. Does it have sequels? No. Mm. All right. Karate Champ. I had Karate Champ one before. Is that true? Mm-hmm. That's so probably not. Or maybe we had a different karate game. But yeah, it could be that. Well, now I'm tripped up. Because it's not quite a brawler, right? Because we also so, have like mm. Rygar and Karnov. Those are really good. We've, had, we've had Karnov before. <laughs> we've had Karnov before? Yeah. <laughs> We have Kid Nicky, and there's a bunch. Amagon. There's a bunch of brawlers. I've never even heard of some of those. <laughs> what is Amagon? Uh, I think Kid it's Kid a game where you're really small, isn't. and then you get a power-up, and you turn giant. <laughs> All right. And you just beat stuff up. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, you know, in the Kid Icarus vein, but based on his answer to the, the beat-em-up thing. Yeah. Uh, Ram- Rampage? Uh, or Rygar, I think. Rampage had got it a was bunch never of sequels. A, well, was really? Like well, official Rampage? I, don't I mean, they made at least Rampage 64. Yeah. I assume there are others. Yeah, that's a really good one. Is this a multiplayer? Good question. Yes. Okay. It's sounding more and more like <laughs> Rampage. Who made Rampage? Midway? Uh, no, but he said there were no sequels. You're correct. Well, Midway published... Oh, that's true. That's a problem. Yeah. Darn it. 
And it's American, I think, now that I think about it. So yeah, it yeah, that's right. But it's got multiplayer, so it can't be so right. Japanese developed, no sequels. Arcade and NES game from the late 80s. It's not a brawler, so it can't be like... Uh, I mean, uh, see, that throws me off a little bit, because I would immediately go to Contra. and No licenses, no sequels, no Capcom. Mm-hmm. So like, you got to think like a Konami or like Tecmo game that didn't get sequels. You keep having like something. Would you play with friends? Fighters and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember. Like, is there like a TMNT? Jackal. <laughs> Legendary Wings. Mm-hmm. That those kind are all, of stuff. Those are good yeah. options. No sequels to either of those. You shoot guns in both of those, right? Yeah. And guns from your Jeep and Jackal and your. And what was the one you Like just an said? angel guy with wings. And I mean, I, I, I'm not on the right track. Do you shoot a gun in this game? Yes. I was thinking about is it useful to know if it's like competitive or cooperative? Everything was cooperative back then. Yeah. There really wasn't. That was sort of two-player co-op was the predominant. Yeah. Can't be bubble bobble. Although I guess. I mean, as long as we've gotten away from like fighting games, there was probably not much competitive back then. It's too early to be a fighting game, most likely. Did we ask if it was a Konami game? No. Is it a Konami game? Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. He's right. done it. Jackal's still in play. Five questions left. <laughs> I think it's Jackal. Um, I love that but game. He didn't. He got tripped up by the brawler thing. So if it's not that, it would have to be. Contra's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all the like Konami license. The Ninja stuff Turtle, is out, yeah, yeah. yeah, and all the Gradius series is out too because those have sequels. And the edge, and the and you're in a and you're in a ship. Are you in a ship in Jackal? No, you're you in get in a vehicle Maybe, of any kind. <laughs> yeah, you're only in the jeep. Jackal's a really cool one. I hope it's that. Yeah. Um, or that game. There's also uh, Konami has uh, you know Castlevania, and it has just think of all the silver boxes. It has Bayou Billy, which Sequels. we've had before. Yeah. Which would apply to all of these too. It's, it's probably Jackal. Are you in a Jeep? I already said you don't get in any sort of, into any sort of vehicle. Oh, you did? Do you really want to use that question? <laughs> we do not. Oh, so it's well, what if you a are jackal. a vehicle? No, you're so, just in a. And Bayou Billy wasn't two player, I don't think. We already have that. We one. really should have this already, given that how far we've narrowed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Konami See, I'm, game. I'm struggling to remember Konami game. my Konami games now from that era that weren't uh, Ninja Turtles. Going and on. Like. There's also the 1942 series, but that Definitely obviously doesn't work. Was this, that. Wasn't there a sequel? Wasn't there a 1943? Yeah, there were a mm-hmm. bunch of sequels. Yeah. Capcom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're, that's a good <laughs> point. Uh. Konami game. All right, five questions left. Think of those silver boxes. I know. That's what I'm trying to picture. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have Some any questions. exposure to arcades back then. Well, just so many things reported to the arcade. And you I mean, said could, you did shoot a gun. Mm-hmm. Did Konami make like like Operation Wolf or any of those like gun games? Like, yeah. Potentially, I don't know what was ported to the NES from. Yeah, I'm sure the ports would be was. bad. Whatever, whatever was. What up. What are the other top town games like Commando and Akari Warriors type games? Yeah, yeah, Gunsmoke? yeah. That's, that's Capcom. That's Nintendo first party. We had Commando on before. That was also Capcom. Jeez, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, five I'm, questions. I'm at a dead end here. <laughs> Yeah, me too. And you said is it wasn't a, licensed, right? Is this a not licensed. like a military themed game? Yes. It doesn't have sequels, and it's from Konami. It's not Goemon, guys. It's two player. It's at least two player. 
it could still be Jackal except for the part, the vehicle part. Yeah. So that rules that out. A lot of 80s arcade games just had players alternating turns for its mm -hmm. multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. It's a big hint. Damon's trying to trying to drag us across the finish line here. It's too little, too much dead air. Yeah, we gotta ask her four we, questions. What are the what are the army like games? So you have Commando, um, Akari Warriors, like Rambo, um, Contra. Yeah. What are the Contra knockoffs? You know, like the other type of Contra games. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Would, I can't. Okay, I was, I was gonna say Super C, which like yeah. technically the. Because that's out of the era anyway. I don't know what else to ask. Uh, is this game highly regarded? Well, it's a subjective question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, how well, Be a little more specific. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> Are you giving up? <laughs> you got four questions left. We got to either ask them or we got to wrap it up. I know. I don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm out. I, I just don't even have a guess at yeah, this point same. because everyone will know this game. Yeah? This, uh, you, uh, you play in a jungle? You in a jungle in this game? Spend mm. a lot of time in a jungle? I can't answer that. I don't, I don't know. You can't answer that? I don't know if you ever go to the jungle <laughs> in this game. What about like Twin Cobra or uh, what's, what's the boat game? There's Spy, uh, There's Spy Hunter. Uh, Cobra Triangle, is that what it's called? Yeah, and also it had a movie. Uh, is this, do we ask if it was a side-scroller? No. Is it a side-scroller? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Got three it's, questions it's so left. Obvious. Just running, jumping. A Konami game, a Konami military side-scroller that came to arcades and the NES that didn't get sequels. It's not a brawler. <laughs> and it uses, <laughs> you shoot guns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we all know it. Yes. And we all know it. That just rubs it in even worse. That's what you said about Blackthorn. <laughs> I would have never got Blackthorn in a million years. This one is better known than Blackthorn. Okay. What about like uh, Russian Attack? Is that a Konami game? I don't know. Well, that's a that bump and jump. Wasn't Russian Attack in with the NES Classic? Mm -hmm. I, wasn't, no. I feel like I've encountered that game recently. Maybe not. Oh, no. Russian Attack was... Like remade for as an Xbox Live arcade game. Oh, that's was? what it was. Jeez. I was and you know what? I, it might be like Russian Attack. You might actually have stumbled on it because that's, I'm almost sure that's a Konami game. But I don't remember if it was side They have like a Bionic Commando now. Probably is. Should we just go with Russian Attack and then just take the L if we need to? <laughs> yeah, there's but also like. But he says it's super well known. I don't know if Russian yeah. Attack would quite fall totally. into that category. And then there's like NARC. That era of game. Oh, was that? Hold on, was and then what's the other drug? No, and that was an arcade game. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of that drug. You, the drug. Narc the might drug be game. it, actually, because it's guns, it's side scrolling, it's two player. I don't know if it's Konami. it's arcade. I think it's midway. I don't know. the The home version might have put. Does it have drugs in it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doberman's trying to <laughs> trying to hunt you down. But something that was like a that. good guess, though. That yeah. was a good good thought process. What about Russian Attack and games like that? <sighs> Got nothing left. Yeah. And there's Mighty Final Fight. That would be a good. No, that's not <laughs> Konami either. Sorry to dig deep in my Konami stuff. 
I don't know. I don't know. Worst radio ever for those of you. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. There's nobody listening. It's fine. It's been tough. They're all gone. Uh, Last yeah. person shut the door on the way out. I guess we'll just ask, is it a Russian attack? Yes. Oh! <laughs> I, I would not have expected that to be considered as more well-known yeah. than Blackthorn. Yeah. Uh, well, these guys didn't know Blizzard. Blackthorn, but these guys actually knew Russian <laughs> yeah. attack. Oh. Uh, I'm extremely <laughs> happy right now. <laughs> Released in 1985 in arcade. Pulling that one out of the hat. Really? Man. Ported really to the arcade. NES in 1987. And what tripped me off about the brawler is that your primary method of attack is knife. It's, good. it's a knife game. And you never played up. Russian Attack. And I didn't know it was Konami or, uh, that made it. It's a Konami for, game, yes. For those of you at home, it's it's not R-U-S-S-I-A-N. No, it's R-U-S-H apostrophe N. Rush and attack. Really, the double, the entendre there never struck me until right now. Cool. When you say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah, Russian attack. But it's like an early, well, I guess it wasn't really an early NES game, but By the way, sorry for the dead air. Hats off to Damon for the poker face on that one. That's impressive. I know. That killed me. I would not have picked that as an 85. Like, that's early. In the arcades, yeah. Wow. Uh, it came to the NES in 87. Mm. And has a great soundtrack. Uh, really good soundtrack. Ryan Lengel. <laughs> Ryan Lengel, who suggested it, says, I had this game as a kid and loved it, even though I realized it's an average game. It went along with my interesting Cold War era things like playing War in the Woods mm-hmm. and the movie Red Dawn. Yeah. Remember the NES game hunt for Red October? Well, yeah. <laughs> I have Based them in the, my shite shit. <laughs> Based on the film, yeah. Um, Russian Attack it, it does have the silver Konami cover, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it has, it's just like Russian Attack on it, so yeah. Yeah. We're awesome. on the right trail. Two players alternating. That's why I feel like the, the multiplayer question is difficult for those older games. Yeah, I would have never. Because you, you imagine that two players playing game. at the same it's time. like Super Mario Brothers being a multiplayer game. Yeah. Like, well, not yeah, really. Yeah, so. I can't believe we got to, like, uh, <laughs> what was it? You, you, you asked a really funny one. Basically, Rambo-like shooters. Yeah, and you just try to go through them, and then in my yep. head, I just see all the NES box I art. If it was in the jungle. <laughs> see all the guys with their headbands and their shirts <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy's wearing like a beret on the cover. I think he's like cool. coming through the box. Over this yeah, I have gun. to look it up after this for sure. Wow, it's a cool game. Lots of dogs. Uh, you knife a lot of dogs in that game. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was a two NES clenchers in the last week. Yeah, last week's was Akari Warriors. They got Ooh, on the nice. 20th question. I think it would have been cool if this week it was Akari Warriors 2, and then next <laughs> week it was Akari Warriors 3. Surely he wouldn't do it to us a third time. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, thank you for the suggestion there, Ryan. And that brings us to uh, all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Ryan. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.